0: Welcome to the bro time podcast today I have with me is our Pete and we're going to ask him about his side gig do you know what your side gig is our Pete hey guys uh, this is our Pete
1: um, I actually am not aware of what my side gig is
0: oh okay um well I'm Drew, and the side gig I was referring to was you being a professional drummer specifically on Indian drums mm-hmm and you get hired and flown across the country, which is pretty cool, right? It is pretty cool, yeah. Okay. So what is your, like, uh, how do you how did you start doing that?
1: Sure, I can give you a little idea of how all that began. Um, so essentially, I started, you know, coming across this Indian percussion instrument, um, which is called a dholak, and also the tabla, primarily when I was around nine years old. Um, it started when I was playing at my temple with my dad. He enjoys playing the, the cymbals, which is like an Indian Indian just symbols.
0: Yeah, when you think about cymbals, you're thinking about those big cymbals on the drum set, but that's not what we're talking about exactly. here. Exactly, we're talking about cymbals the size of a large quarter, maybe even bigger, like two quarters. Big as two quarters. Two quarters. Right? <laughs> no, we're talking about symbols that are
1: big as your fist, probably. As your fist, okay. Yeah. So, basically, it's like a little extra percussion to any kind of vocal or religious hymns or anything. So, people usually, you know, uh, play the cymbals, and my dad was interested in that. So, um, I got my set of symbols too, and my dad and I would kind of, you know, play the cymbals and everything, and... I went from cymbals to doluk, essentially, because my dad, at the temple, he started playing this drum, which is called a doluk, and he, I'm not gonna say he's
0: not very good or anything. Well, you could tell, you, but like, you could uh-huh. say that you had more time to practice than he did, because he did work full-time, right? Because he was an adult? That, that is also true. He had the <laughs> adult life, and I had nothing really to Yeah, and then you know, it's also easier to pick up instruments or languages when you're younger. Whereas, if you start a little bit later, then it's kind of hard to learn new things, right? That is also true. So, you can't blame him for that. (laughs) Yeah, definitely not. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, essentially,
1: he was playing the Duholak at the temple a little bit. And I wanted to do what my dad was doing. So, like, before he was playing his cymbals, I wanted
0: to, you know, give my shot at the cymbals. So, how did you um, exactly learn? Did you get lessons or did you get t- just by learn by d- playing you just show up and you just did what you could <laughs> and then just it kind of sure. magically worked
1: out sure so essentially like i'm saying i you know like my dad was playing the cymbals i picked up the cymbals he picked up the, the dole i picked up the dole mm. and essentially we bought one for my house too so when my dad got this little dole for me i was so excited i'm like wow we finally have a dole at home i can actually mess with this a little bit so to answer your question drew i actually never actually took uh formal lessons to play my dholak the instrument or tabla which is another kind of hand based percussion instrument um but yes yeah, so so essentially. T-
0: so you uh, kind of like learned it by ear
1: yes i play by ear and i've been doing so pretty much forever i did at some point maybe like one lesson here like from another Double Up player, I, I I got that once, maybe, you know, where I kind of learned some of the formal uh, lingo. But it's nothing you use
0: on a daily basis or anything like
1: that? Nothing that I would use on a daily basis or anything. I just essentially, to answer your question, I play by ear, and I've been doing that, quite honestly, for
0: how did, How life. did you go from the temple to getting paid and being flown across the country? Because <laughs> not wow, everyone gets is, to do that. That right? is true, yes. Um
1: Quite honestly I've been fortunate enough to have that kind of opportunity and I would say essentially when I started playing, uh, again I got the instrument at home because my dad bought one. To look at home, I started showing my dad. My dad, like, oh, wait, you know, when he when he'd get back from work, I'd be like, hey, dad, check this out. Look what I can do. Boom, boom, shh, boom, boom. <laughs> and then he's like, oh wow, good job, beta. Beta means son. So he's like, oh wow, <laughs> uh, this is pretty impressive. So I'd always have some kind of new trick. I I'd, I'd listen to some songs and everything, and I'd try to actually pick up on and like listen to the Indian instruments, the the drum, and I'd try to replicate it. So sometimes I would listen to. um Songs. Oh, the other thing I did a lot of was go on YouTube. Hmm. YouTube at that time was like a big, like novel, you know, thing to me. So I really got inspired by some of the people that I saw on the channel. And I would say I tried to match what they were playing, tried to see if I can pick up some cool things. And basically from that, I started getting better at the temple and people started... Um, enjoying like how I was playing and they're like, hey, you know what, come to our house we're having a gathering for a religious event, come here, and then when I went to that house, I would play my instrument and they would ask me, oh, where did you learn? How have you been playing? Yada, yada, yada and I would tell them I never learned, and essentially from word of mouth, from household to household and eventually I ran into some other musicians you know, in the Chicagoland area that were mm-hmm. Indian professionals, and I got some opportunities to play with um, some very, I would say, pretty famous people, like those that participated in things like the Indian Idol and whatnot, um, mainly through some of the connections that I built um,
0: with the other Indian musicians in the area. So, Okay. Um, talking about YouTube, you do have a couple uploads yeah, that I have gotten upwards to 4,000 views, which is pretty impressive for and... only posting four videos. Oh, yeah. I mean... Right? I don't know if I can say that a lot, but... Let's just play a little bit, but, like, I'm not going to play it on the podcast. Sure, okay. Um, Do you want to put the one with the double cover? Maybe This one? Yeah. Okay, let's play that one, but we'll just kind of talk about it while we're listening to it. Sure. So, this is pretty much, like, a video you put up. um, It's, like, work by Rihanna, except you're playing double out of... You're kind of making a cover, right? Correct. So...
1: It's a little fusion. It's kind
0: of a little fusion, I think, um... You don't see it too often, but you do see it often enough, where um, tabla players they branch into um, modern music, right. and they replace the drums with your drums. Exactly, and the yeah.
1: biggest thing is the reason that I try to make these covers is because it almost gets um, younger, you know, musicians and younger are. Younger Indian generation, I'm saying, you know, like they they get a little bit surprised by, oh wow, I I didn't even know you can do this, like pairing an Indian classical instrument with modern contemporary Mm -hmm. American music. So it's like bringing two opposite things, you know, and mashing them into something that actually sounds somewhat appealing. So I think that's what really was intriguing to me and pushed me to want to make some of these fusions. And I think I got a lot of Um, praise from the younger generation because, you know, most people see Tabla, they're not going to expect a Rihanna, you know, song (laughs) compilation (laughs) type of thing. But I try to do that so then it's not only the older, elder, you know, population that's, you know, enjoying this kind of music. It's it's also going to allow the younger generation to appreciate it as well. So I Mm. think something Um, novel. Before
0: this, I think, um, right before we recorded this podcast, we... Uh, did an overlay of uh, tabla and guitar, right? So I'll, yes, we did. I'll, I'll put that in the intro, sure thing. and um, yeah, so like that's an example of kind of like a Western instrument, guitar, you know? Exactly, exactly. Eastern instrument, well, Southeastern, Southeast Asian, Southeast Asian. That is correct. Yes. Yeah, Indian instrument, the tabla, right? Yep. Yeah. So how often do you usually go to these events where they, like, pretty much fly you out? Like, what is that experience usually like? Sure,
1: so I think... Quite honestly, I was <laughs> flying out more so when I was younger than mm-hmm. I currently am right now. Because currently I'm in uh, grad school at Midwestern for physical therapy. Um, but when I was younger, I didn't have that many commitments. Like, oh, you have to go to school and mandatory attendance. You have some tests coming up. You're gonna have to study. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So when I was younger, my you know they pretty much be like, okay, look here's, you know this, this event is going on here. Um, we want you to you know play. Are you available? We will book the motel or hotel or whatever and fly you out everything's paid for sometimes i would go on family road trips they would pay for the whole gas and everything pretty much everything was paid for and we'd go there and then um, i would perform my family would be there too they'd be watching and supporting me so um, those are really cool exp- those those have been very cool experiences right now i don't do too much flying but i've pretty, pretty much like road so, trips yeah like road trips i would say even if if i do Travel, like, it's going to be probably, like, within just, like, the state or, like, across, like,
0: the border kind of thing. Nothing too. Yeah, we're in Chicago, so, like, more, like, maybe... Indiana. Indiana or... In Wisconsin, Wisconsin right.
1: Or anything around
0: nearby, so... They're, like, very concentrated Indian communities where you get um, requests from, right?
1: Yeah, correct. So, every... I feel like Indians are everywhere nowadays, yeah. but... Um, Essentially, like you said, they are in, They are usually concentrated in a particular part of the state or, you know, city. So, you know, I, I'll get requests to, you know, come perform with other musicians
0: and artists. Is it usually like private parties? Is it like uh, temple functions or? Good question. So some of them um, are, actually most of them are
1: temple function kind of things. Like, mm-hmm. so there's something called Navratri. It's a nine-day festival. That's right. It's that's, like a...
0: Um, pretty much religious holidays, right? Correct,
1: yeah. So there's a lot of dancing going on, a lot of singing and uh, Indian music going on. So during the month of September is I would say the busiest time of the year for me because that's when Navratri is going on. Mm -hmm. And though it's a nine-day festival kind of event, kind of thing, um, it usually spans across a month and maybe even might trickle down to like the next month. And I actually have a gig this coming 28th of October. So... Like I said, it's my usually my busiest month, and it's again, more of a temple religious function. But like I said, um I did when I was younger, I ran across some other musicians, and I told you I was, I had the opportunity to play with some uh, famous people um, that were in like the Indian Idol and whatnot. And that was more of a like a Bollywood kind of base kind of thing. So it wasn't a religious um, type of function. It was more so like Bollywood. Uh, contemporary Indian music um, as well as some of the older Indian music sometimes classical but I'd say um, I don't do that as much anymore I do play for weddings though um, I play something called a dole so there are a couple of instruments I play dole dholak, tabla they're essentially all different Indian percussion instruments and I do play the dole um, for weddings and like when they're when they're uh, taking the bride inside, bride and groom up to the stage, or for like an entrance, for a wedding. Let's just say like I'll I'll play the dole with some music, sometimes without a, without other music, um, and I'll accompany them until they end up on the stage or anything like that. So usually those are like only like twenty minutes, twenty minute entrance for a wedding, that kind of thing. So wedding, temple function, pretty much anything. Um, pretty much all occasions, honestly, if somebody's hiring me, I'll go play. Cause I, again, I am a student and I'm trying to make some money. So any event, man, like as long as I'm getting paid, I will
0: go. Do you think you will continue it? Like once you're done with grad school and doing physical therapy?
1: Oh, definitely. Um, I plan to continue this for hopefully the rest of my life. Cause honestly, I believe that music is medicine and, even if I'm not getting paid, if nobody's hiring
0: me, let's you're just still say the temple the future, functions yeah. and like volunteer to do a local temple or something like that. Exactly.
1: So I actually do that a lot. Um, unfortunately, sometimes I felt like I was taken advantage of because of that reason. Because yeah, um, they'd be like, "Oh, come to this temple, come to that temple, come to this event." Oh, you know, it's all religious. If you're doing so it then, for free, they're gonna keep. Of <laughs> gonna course, exactly. You to come. And I yeah. had to draw the line at some point. But I do like to. Uh, go to the temple on my own time and, like, when I feel like, you know what, I am volunteering my time versus somebody's telling me, like, hey, this is a you know a volunteer event, come, you know, come to this, then it becomes, like, an obligation sometimes, you know? But I, I like to go and still um, give back, like, what I've been given. This is a talent, I feel like, honestly, it's without God giving me this kind of gift, I, I, I honestly never learned, so it's like I gotta give back, and I, I think I sometimes do that. When I go to the temple, I'll I'll play for certain. And it's a lot
0: more fun playing the tabla than um, going to the temple and (laughs) participating in the events. I think it's more fun to actually play an instrument. Yeah, definitely. I
1: think it's definitely more engaging and fun. I've been
0: to one of a couple of your gigs. Um, You always get like free food, (laughs) and uh, everyone like says, "Oh, you're so good after the show." (laughs) Right? Oh yeah, man. I feel like those groupies, your uh, (laughs) grandmas.
1: Okay, oh, yeah, the gra- grannies love me, bro. <laughs> the <laughs> grannies and the Indian li- Indian aunties, you know, all the. Just kidding. they are like, uh, oh, I
0: got, I got my daughter. She's about to, <laughs> she needs to get buried or something. <laughs> oh man, but yeah,
1: no. It, it honestly, it's, it's awesome because you're getting all these praises. I feel like a little rock star. I'm like, yeah, you know what? This is awesome. So yeah, I do get you know free food and this and that, um, which is very cool. Um, and I do, you know, people do praise me sometimes and i feel like wow this is awesome it makes me feel special quite honestly and have the time you get paid for it too <laughs> yeah usually i'm getting paid so honestly it is it, it's a blessing
0: i would say and i'm very fortunate to have something like this and um yeah, yeah. okay and i think um we covered all the questions that i wanted to sure. ask you <laughs> um, so thanks for joining me on this um definitely new revival of this podcast because i want to Make this into a more of an interview type, mm-hmm. where I interview other people in different fields. Oh, okay. So then people get a gist of um, different idea of yeah, different cool. careers. Yeah. Cool. Well, uh, best of luck with that, Drew. And
1: I just want to thank you for giving me the opportunity to be, you know, hosted on this, you know, podcast of yours. Because I think it's very cool. I never thought anybody would ever ask me questions like this nor did i ever see myself doing something like this so I, again thanks for giving me the opportunity and best of best of luck to you man thank you